Welcome to season four of the Retail Tea Break podcast. My name is Melissa Moore, the Retail Advisor, and each week I'll be joined by industry experts, retailers and product creators to decode the myths, share knowledge and give you an insight into the retail industry. So grab your cup of tea, sit back, relax and listen in to season four of the Retail Tea Break podcast. Today, I'm joined by a guest who is a retailer with a difference. This multi-award winning family run Department of Agriculture approved business is based in County Carlo. With a passionate customer centric approach, they love to speak with their customers and are on hand to help and guide and educate them in every step of the customer journey. This rapidly growing brand supplies customers nationwide, helping them work on their hedges and their plants, bringing nature to your home. Katrina Cullen from Cullen Nurseries, welcome to the Retail Tea Break podcast. Thank you very much. It's lovely to be here. I'm I'm thrilled we're getting to have this conversation because I I think, and I've said this to you before, I think your story is going to resonate with an awful lot of people out there. Um, you have an incredible way of selling. You have a gorgeous way with your customers. And I'm fascinated to find out a bit more. But look, let's crack on and jump straight in. So in the time that it takes to boil a kettle, which is about two minutes, I'm told. Tell us a little bit about you and the business. Okay, so uh, my name is Katrina and I'm the managing director of uh, Cullen Nurseries, which is based in Hackettstown, County Carlow. So we're a native tree and hedging nursery and we offer a nationwide delivery service. So to the hills and the valleys, the peninsulas and the islands. Um, the business started many moons ago in a different form by my husband, Robert Cullen. So he is a graduate of Muldy Farnham. He did horticulture and he was growing a little bit of product on rented land for the gardens he was creating. Um, there was always a shortfall. He never had enough. Um, I myself have an honours degree in biochemistry and I spent 15 years across the engineering and the food industries in quality management systems. Completely then, different. Completely different. Completely this is phenomenal. Different. And then with the natural progression of life, I became a mother, three boys, uh, Bobby, Rory and Joe. They're now 12, 11 and nine. Um, And just it just all became a bit too much. Melissa, I was always kind of in the background helping Rob keep on top of the books and all. And in 2019, I just found myself in a meeting with a couple of large egos and the time ran over and I missed the school run and my child was standing outside the school gates and like mother's worst nightmare. Now, look, my child... It was in a school. My sister-in-law was there. She pulled him aside. He didn't know. I did. It crushed me. And I literally had a decision to make and I chose my family. And it was as simple as that. I chose my family and I left that job. Now, look, Rob had always been encouraging me, saying there's a job here, there's a job here. Um, And then that dreaded COVID arrived and yeah. really pushed us together. Um, But at the same time, and it, it's easy, it's, it's okay to say now, I suppose, when we're post-COVID, but COVID really was a good time for us. Everybody was gardening. Everybody was online. So we took that time in COVID. And I don't like the word pivot, but we certainly adapted, adapted ourselves and rebranded ourselves and emerged from COVID a much, much stronger business. And to be honest, we are a very good team, even though we're husband and wife, we work very, very well together. And um, from the start, we, we set out clear, defined roles as he looks after the technical end of things. And I, so basically, to put it simply, he grows a good product and I make sure everybody knows we have it. I love and it. And do you know what? That's that's what a business needs. And I love that you have that partnership and that strategy between you. Yeah, it's look, it's worked very, very well for us. And I, as you were saying in our intro, we're a multi-award winning Department of Agriculture approved nursery. Um, it's something we're very, very proud of. We work very hard for it. We consider our customers to be our friends. 
Um, I'm, and look, we're very driven. We love it. It's it's around us. So like my office in the home and um, the nursery is out there. And um, we recently expanded in the sense that we've expanded. So through through COVID, like we have expanded, we've expanded our workforce, our fleet, our acreage, our, faci- our facilities. And um, so now we have 19 acres of land. Uh, we bought eight acres there recently. And um, I suppose November 21, I think, was when it was all signed over. And it's just pun intended been growing. It's great. I'm thrilled for you. That's that's phenomenal. And I think it's it's look, COVID, we, we know what it did to the country and to the industry um, and to retail. But do you know what? There are people that did well out of it, but also did well because you served your customer. Didn't do well because you were pushing it down people's necks. You yeah. were there. It was timely. Your website's fantastic. You're on your socials. Your your customer needed educating and support and you absolutely held their hand all the way through it. So I just think there's something wonderfully traditional about a family-run business. Um, But as I said, you don't just sell to the customers. It's not that pushy selling, which is what really fascinated me about your story. You educate your customers because without that education and that support, they wouldn't know what they were buying. No, and and I think that's kind of where we stand out as well, that we take the time because you know what? People who plant for the future, they don't plant once. They do something every year. And like to give them a little bit of time and put that little bit of effort in. And often people, and it sounds ridiculous, but everybody's afraid to sound stupid. And I always say there's no such thing as a stupid question. Stupid question is one that's not asked. And you build a little bit of a relationship with these people. Like we have a a chat or a click to chat bot on the website and people go, "Um, I'm looking for such as, well, I think I'm looking for such and such thing. And I'm like, where are you based? What do you do? Um, what you needed to do, what what have you got around you, what's growing, you know, and asking those couple of questions to tease out what is it that they actually need, because I don't want a quick sale. I want a customer for life. There will always be planting to be done. I want that customer for life. I want them to text me or ring me next year and go, Katrina, when you're passing, I need such a such thing. Or we were thinking of doing, we were thinking of planting trees, like a big thing now is a celebration trees. So we planted oak trees for our three boys when they were born. And oh. people are starting to do things like that to think sustainably. Like Mother's yeah. Day, we we did well on Mother's Day. Like why buy your mother flowers for one day when you can buy her a tree that will flower every year this time of the year? Oh gosh, you know, what an incredible like sentiment. Have, Absolutely. Yeah. Like I got, I got, um, cherry trees for Mother's Day one year before I was ever in this business planted. I'm like, oh, I love them. Like, and the kids planted them with us and it was like a bit of a day and they were thrilled. And, you know, like in the sun, in say, that, that tree flowers in like late April, May bank holiday weekend. And I sit in my egg chair on my patio looking out to the views. We're very rural, looking out to the views at the flowers in that tree going, oh, those three little boys dug so many holes. <laughs> we sent them off to dig a hole in the far side of the gardens we planted. But, <laughs> People, people want a little bit of advice. And if you give them advice and give them something that will work for them and not what works for you necessarily, people will come back to you. And I think the more you get into it, then they're like, well, I'm afraid to ask this question, but how do you actually plant it? Listen, this is what you do. Keep this in mind. And then, do you know what? That way you're selling them something else as well, like be a, a bit of chicken manure pellets to encourage growth in their trees or the steak and the tice to cure your tree against the wind. But those people come back to you year on year or they tell their friend or they tell. And I often find that we do a good bit of stuff into housing estates and you could get five, four or five or six houses and you've only given one piece of advice. But 
that person is telling the next person. Do you know what I mean? Um, I would also like I, I write our own blog post for the website or stuff. So I'd have stuff on the website. So even to be able to send them a link or send them. I made a YouTube video of Rob planting a tree and everybody wants to see the professional do planting the tree. Now, I don't have a degree in horticulture. Rob does. But to be able to send them to to that web, that YouTube that they can look at it any time they want and go, no, I've definitely done it right. Or I should have done it this way, that way. You know, to just give them that bit of information and advice is invaluable and it builds trust and it builds it builds relationships. But also it builds freedom too because we offer a nationwide delivery service literally to all four corners. Like there are Scots pines grown on Inishboffin that came from the rolling fields of Canada. Grief and, and the miles involved. Like obviously, as you yes. said, you're in Carlo, almost in the middle of the country, and you're heading way up to the the tops and the bottoms of the country there too. Yeah, to the hills and the valleys, the peninsulas and the islands. But like he chose us because we had an Irish grown Scots pine, and I gave him a bit of a time and it and just a bit of advice. And he was like, "I need something to grow on Inish Boffin. I have something that will grow on Inish Boffin. Wow. Do you know? And, um that builds freedom in the sense that we offer nationwide delivery service and it might not always be time and cost effective but if you have a relationship with a customer you go look genuinely not heading that direction for three weeks can you wait and they will and they will because they know they're getting it from someone that they trust now that's really interesting because i was going to say there's an awful lot of mileage there you're covering if you're if you're running around Mm. all over and it's really honest of you to say that it's not always you know time and cost efficient however as you said, if you're plotting things anyway, if you're doing that journey eventually, by mm. the time you say that to the customer, you've built, and I can hear it in you already, I already trust you. Come and have a look <laughs> at our garden. I'm saying that live to the nation here. Um, You've really built trust. There's a real warmth and honesty in your advice. And of course, like the educational piece from yourself and your husband there is, is massive. Mm. But no wonder they're willing to wait. And I think an awful lot of whether it's retailers or makers, to get this if they can build that relationship that money cannot buy then you're bringing that customer on that journey and as you said you've got them for life yeah and that's that's important because like I said people who plant plant every year they do something every year be it like the amount of grandparents who have come and said we've eight grandchildren they tell us they're finished we're planting a tree for each one of them you know and something like Thomas Fuller once said a wise man plants trees under whose shade he shall never sit like people plant for the next generation and the next wow. generation, you know, and that's it's important to nurture those. And look, my personality, I'm incredibly shy. Sometimes I don't know when to stop. I love people like the amount of different sectors of society. Like there's always somebody so shockingly interesting. Like you meet the most interesting people, like a pilot. So I rang him one day. He was like, oh, I'm on my way from Turkey. Like just teachers and and guards and nurses and that stereotype of nurse married to the guard so prevalent in Irish society but you know you meet so many wonderful people like a woman rang me from a a market in Skibbereen she was talking to a customer who said oh I make a home if a delivery coming delivery Scots Pines or Hollies or something oh where are you getting them Carlo and then she's running a farmer's market in Skibbereen like People, you just meet the most wonderful, exciting and interesting people. And I just love people. I love talking to people. I love it. I absolutely, I just love the way that you're running the business. And I suppose you've got this really simple but effective way of selling. How does that impact, I suppose, the business, the cash flow, the way you then run and strategize with the business? Um, I... I find that talking to people is really important. Like it's a simple thing, like saving somebody's number in your phone. 
Like a woman rang me yesterday who bought stuff two years ago and I answered them and typed it. And she was like, you remember me? I don't remember your name. It's all right, Trina. How are you, Patricia? How are the grandkids? Blah, 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 blah. Now, luckily, I have the type. I have the type of mind that remember. Like, I remember birthdays of people I went to school with 25 years ago. Like, it's and I'm actually we're up for an award tonight and there's a girl up for an award. Um, just I was looking at all the people who were nominated. And I was like, I worked with her in Kerry Foods 20 years ago. So wow. I remember her. You know, I'm lucky I do have that. And my mom is the same. And I do have that kind of of uh, mind that I do remember people and, and faces and, you know, um, but yes, yeah, she rang and like that was an instant sale. It was like whenever you're passing, drop that stuff in. And it it has paid dividends. Now, look, our customer base has grown significantly over time because of digital and all. Um, but we're accessible, I suppose, on so many different platforms, which is look, it's work. It's it's so many ways that people can contact you that you're afraid you're missing any inquiry. Um, but look, we've grown the business immensely because of it, like because of the time that we take to talk to our customer. It's it's important to nurture that relationship. Um, yeah, look, we're it's it's going great. And like I said, I love talking to people. And look, Rob, before I ever came into this business, Rob had built a massive reputation, especially in the West of Ireland with all those agricultural schemes that were that's been launched constantly continually to improve um, biodiversity and encourage people to plant. He would have had a good reputation in the West. But I find family run businesses, people respond incredibly well to a family run business. Now, I do get a couple of questions. Are you the daughter or the wife? I'm like, the wife. Um, <laughs> but at least if you have a sense of humor to be able to deal with that. Like, and I I I worked in the food industry for 10 years, um, dealing with a lot of farmers. Um, so we would have like farmers would be a massive market of ours because of, of the products and plants that we sell. Um, and to be able like farmers love banter. I find that they're the most entertaining, interesting people. They love a bit of banter and it suits my personality to be honest. This, this is incredible because you, you're you just almost like this ideal case study of, of old fashioned proper, what I would say. Yeah. And it's a really good thing. Real proper retail, you know and understand your customers. You know how to communicate with them. You know where to communicate with them. You know how to almost lead them then on this journey, help them along the way, educate them, serve them when they need serving, sell to them and just that really normal way. There's nothing fussy here, which I think is a brilliant thing. And it just rolls on and on and on because it's just, it's very simple. And again, I mean that in a really positive way. That That's not to be kind of annoying or putting you down at all. But on top of that then, so we've got all these gorgeous parts of your strategy, your business, your journey. Um, and you touched on this briefly there, but I'm fascinated by this use of tech you have, this modern day, you know, world of selling, whether it's the website, the socials or whatever. And of course, the old fashioned having the chats on the phone, meeting with people. But customer relationship management, obviously huge now nowadays, every retailer, every brand needs it. But actually at a very simplified level, CRM is, you know, keeping track of the customers, seeing what they want, what do they need, what have they bought, what could they maybe buy again if I talk to them about it. You have this really, and I blows my mind, a very simple level. And look, it's not technical CRM. I'm not going to annoy anyone here by saying that, but it's a really nice way of you minding your customers, shall we say. Tell yeah, us a little awesome. bit about it because it, it's it's awesome. fascinating. I love it. I have WhatsApp on my phone. Um, I am not afraid to talk, but I like I just had one case, say, where I had a guy who's local and, and I know him and he contacted us about doing a job for him. And I was like, right, fine. But I put it all into 
So I do it up on an Excel spreadsheet showing him exactly what he's getting, how many units, how much it's going to cost. And, you know, it's it's not just a way of communicating with him, but it's a tracking system for me as well. You're literally using WhatsApp, uh, you know, with an Excel spreadsheet to kind of keep an eye on things. I would talk to hundreds of people every week. It's so hard to remember. And like we're on the road a lot ourselves. And like I said, we're family run, but we're running around the family. Like I could be standing on a sideline. I could be at a school thing, you know, and pieces of paper, pen and paper and everything gets shoved into a book and then I sort through it after hours or whatever. But WhatsApp is a very effective way we find like so I would have everything on an Excel sheet, send it over to them. Um, but just like say he came back and was like, text me, can you do it? say 100 euro cheaper and I didn't want him to think that I was afraid of the of the confrontation of a conversation I wasn't I just use uh, WhatsApp as my my CRM but as my filing system realistically so I have it on my laptop I have it on my desktop I have it on my phone so that no matter where I am I can access the previous conversation the pricing I can send it on to Robert because he's obviously technically he's looking after everything in the yard and it's just a fabulous way of talking to people and it's a personable way and even we have the 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 functionality on the website so somebody is texting you so you don't know who it is but you know you have a conversation you have a thread there that you can revert back to I just think it's brilliant I absolutely love it now realistically if there was someone out there who could develop a way to send all of your Instagrams your Facebooks your done deal messages your like I know it's all on one device but sometimes you're like where was he again I would always try to push encourage people over to WhatsApp and send it that way and it's it's just I find as well that some people they don't respond as well to um emails that isn't that that interesting yeah it's more formal less informal less of a I just find if I can get people onto WhatsApp the sale is quicker the sale is cleaner you know it's it's and it's a great way for me to track and say someone comes back to me next year I can go how did how did the hollies do after and you know it's all there in front of you like and it's it's been working incredibly well this year incredibly well that's incredible and I think the very fact that you know because you have the data and you've obviously tracked it yourselves that you know that it's quicker you know that sale is quicker you know you're going to get a faster return on whatever investment you'd have got whether it's the educational piece or just you know delivering to them in three weeks that's incredible because I also think that's something an awful lot of retailers miss out on. They they just go with whatever channel is there and they they might shove everything onto an Excel sheet, but they're not using that data. But I find as well, um, I would do a good bit of business in the evening. And look, we're busy all year round, but we're incredibly busy. This is bare root season. This is our like shoulder to the wheel, head down, keep going. And people are scrolling on their phone in the evening time. They don't want to talk. They don't want to physically talk to anybody. They're probably not even talking to their wives and their husband sitting beside them. They're just scrolling or whatever. And if they send you a message, like I'm sitting there, like I'm probably not sitting watching telly, but I'm probably in the office or I'm doing something. And if I reply straight away, first of all, everyone is like, oh, there has to be downtime. Yeah, there does have to be downtime. I totally appreciate that. But like I could have that sale secured in five minutes. Whereas if I go back tomorrow, when they're probably not thinking about their hedges. When they're they're back in the office or they're running around with the children or whatever it might be. Yeah. And that's lost to me. And like, I find uh, just for for that reason, I think WhatsApp is so effective. It's a quick sale. And I don't mean that in the sense of, oh, I'm taking money off or whatever, Mm. but it's just, it's giving them a response and it's, it's answering their questions straight away. It's getting that job ticked off for them that it's not, you know, the way we all have life admin that we keep putting on the long finger and then tomorrow never comes like it's, it's done. 
Whereas like this time of the year now, we are coming to, kind of towards the end of the bear root season. Like my phone is hopping with, oh, I'm entering you six weeks ago or I'm entering you three months ago. You know, and those people, some of them are going to be disappointed. Whereas if they had to text me some evening and I genuinely don't mind people texting me after hours, like we're, we're business people and we're small business people. It, it, it has to be done. Um, especially this time of the year in our busy season. Like I could have solved their problem months ago. All they had to do was text me. Wow. And you know what? I, again, I think that's got, it's resonating with me as a business owner. I think that resonates with a lot of people because you're meeting your customer in their time on in yes. their way. And no wonder then you get a quicker sale because again, yeah, I, look, I do it. I'm sure a lot of the listeners, the viewers do it. You think of things at the most random times of day or night that isn't between nine and five. Mm -hmm. And I know I probably spend a lot of money out of hours like that because it mm -hmm. suits me and, you know, it's someone doing things on my time and, I think you're you're dead right. But on that then, I suppose, look, as you said, family run business, you do everything, you know, in that nine to five, outside that nine to five, on the weekends, I'm sure as well. That's got to be exhausting on some level. How on earth then, while you're doing all this and running around after whether it's the family, the business and everything in between, how do you remain resilient? I think my 15 years in and let's admit it, a uh, food industry and engineering, they're male dominated industries. I think that has served me well. Wow. I think that has served me very well, very well in being resilient because like I worked in quality management systems where my job was to critique processes and systems and then to go and adopt and implement policies and procedures to improve processes and systems. But in turn, that meant my job was critiqued and there was feedback and it wasn't always positive. But you build a certain resilience to all of these things. I think it served me well, like in both industries. And I'm talking 10, 15 years ago when it wasn't as level playing field as it probably is now. Like I would have been one of 35. So it would have been me, 34 men. And I'd be going down telling them, hey, you really do that the way you're supposed to. Um, you know, and look, I've built an incredible amount of resilience since then. And even to it taught me to problem solve it taught me to prioritize it taught me lots and lots of different things um as regards the family look i have three boys and i am very um outspoken woman in the sense that how do i explain this for i portray myself well i'm raring men for the next generation i'm raring men who will not just lip service support women in business who will fundamentally champion women in business and i see my boys see a woman at the table at the be at the kitchen table at the boardroom table making decisions making important decisions about running business and the positive effect and reward that that has on their life is instrumental and i am fully committed to sending three men out into the world who will champion women in business in women men every just just champion business it's very important like i'm very cognizant of the fact that the 40-hour work week was created in a time when there was someone else around the kids and doing the school run and making dinners and making lunches the boys are 9 11 and 12 they can make their own lunches they do their own uniforms they can make dinner if because like you could have a, the best plans in the world as a, as a, a business person or you, or you could have your day planned something happens and it just gets thrown up in the air and you have to have the people, especially in your home, you have to have the people who will row in. Mm. Now, look, my boys, like we start lining out. So the process of lining out is basically where we put trees into the ground for the first two weeks in April. And that's what grows on for the next two, two or three years. Like they will be out doing that. 
Now they'll be paid like they're all kids and they'll be helping out. It's not like we're it's not child labor or anything like that, but they'll be involved in that process and they will see that nothing. There's nothing for nothing. You work for what you get, but they'll be involved in that process. And, you know, there'll be ice cream and there'll be whatever and they'll be rewarded for it. But like domestically, there is OK, yeah, I would be the house, the main caregiver and the main person doing the chores in the house or whatever but the boys can make their beds and do their lunches and if all else fails they won't starve if we don't have dinner today they won't starve there'll be toasties going on there'll be waffles and beans and an egg and beans on toast and I think it's so important to teach not just our boys but our children to do those things for themselves there's no like it's nobody's job I'm their mother and obviously they're my priority and I look after them but I think I'm doing them a favor by teaching them to be independent like this thing of you know like you have a business and then you have to do all the housework as well that's prehistoric that's not helping anybody and I love that's I love your honesty here again which is I suppose why we've talked about this before which is why we wanted to bring it up today because There are so many people listening and whether they're running their own business or whether they're working in someone else's at a senior level or whatever it might be, that you do juggle everything nowadays. Um, So I love the honesty that actually, do you know what? It's it's literally a family business. You're all in this together. Um, And you're, as you said, you're rearing the next generation to do the same, which is just mind blowing and so empowering. And I absolutely love that. So final question then, what's coming up for you and the business over the next six months? So, um, well, first of all, tonight we have the awards, the digital awards in Carlo. Um, we were chosen for the You're the Business Initiative by Google. So we were one of the 10 winners of that. And then just day before yesterday, we actually had a photo shoot. So we've been asked to be one of the case studies for next year's, for the launch of next year's program. So we had a photo shoot on Tuesday for that, which is very exciting. Like I was saying, lining in process starts in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'll take a bit of downtime for the months of July and August with kids. We have a caravan, so I'll be either in the Wicklow Hills or on the beaches of Wexford. I'll work every day, but I'll work significantly reduced hours. Just it's it's not the busiest retail um, couple of months. So I, I have worked it that I can work anywhere and with them and creating a few memories with them. Um, usually this time of the year is when I start to set my goals again because it's quieter. Well, it's not quieter just yet, but in the next couple of weeks, it'll get a little bit quieter. So I'll start setting my goals and have a look at plans for the future. Um, so... I like a little bit of education every now and then. I'm going to do a graphic design course in September with the SETU. Um, so that'll be that'll take me up to Christmas. So it's a three-month course, which is ideal for my timeline. Like I said, I'm selfish with my time. I choose what, what suits me. Um, yeah, so a couple of bits and pieces like that. It's, it'll be constant go, but I'm very... I'm very adamant about time with the kids. Like, like I said, the eldest is 12 this year. I have a couple of years left and then he's going to be too cool to spend time with his mommy. So I'm going to monetize or I'm going to monopolize on it for the next couple of summers. So that's like, I'll work really, really hard for six months of the year to have that bit of freedom for two months. Like I said, I love an old hill walk or, or a sea swim. So that'll be my focus then for, for July and August. It sounds fantastic. And you're dead right. At least you get to get to do the best of absolutely everything, which is just gorgeous. So if you've enjoyed today's podcast, please like and share it. Connect with myself and Katrina on our social media. And Katrina, your website is? Uh, www.cullinurseries.ie. Fantastic. And I'll pop that in the show notes as well. So remember, you can listen back to the Retail Tea Break podcast episodes on your favourite podcast platform, or of course, catch the videos on YouTube. So Katrina, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having us. It was a joy.